Welcome back. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. You know what's funny? I think it's always interesting when you can see something or smell something and it can literally transport you back to a certain place in time. Well, this like literally just happened to me. I was in my car riding around and I happened to come to this uh, traffic light, go through traffic light and I'm driving past this high school. And as I'm driving past this high school, I could see someone cutting the grass, right? And, you know, it's early in the morning, so I got my windows down, right? And the smell of the freshly cut grass, and you could see the little heat rising up off the pavement, automatically like transformed me back to high school and it made me think about my days of playing high school football at Wilson High School in Florence South Carolina and I always say that like it's weird for me because sometimes You remember the wins and you remember the losses. And then sometimes it can get blurred where the the wins and the losses or the things you could have done or didn't happen, you know, kind of overshadow some of the accomplishments that you had. But anyway, I'm sitting there, I'm driving in a car and it seeing that and smelling, seeing the freshly cut grass and smelling the freshly cut grass and seeing that football field reminded me of being back in high school, right? And so it take it took me back to a specific game my senior year. Um my senior year in high school, we were playing against this team called Sharaw. Sharaw is, I don't know, probably about 25 minutes away from Florence. Uh they were in our region, good team. And I think they were favored to beat us, but it was going to be a great game. That's what everybody was saying. It was supposed to be the game of the week, so forth and so on. And the one thing that I remember, a couple of things I remember just in our preparation was I knew that, um, you know, they were a tough team and they were going to play us tough probably. So I didn't take them lightly and I never took any opponent lightly. Uh, I always you know, operate under the mindset that you respect your opponent. You don't fear any opponent, but you do respect them. Even if even if you were playing against a team that you knew that you were going to beat, you respected them. And I had the utmost amount of respect for Sherraw. Uh, it just so happened that um, that particular day, we were playing on a Friday, and Friday morning, um, our local newspaper in Florence ran a story about the upcoming game that night. Um, and they got a quote from uh, Sherraw's head coach. 
and he mentioned he was talking about you know some of our players or whatever and then at the bottom of the article he said something he said um we're definitely going to have to watch out for 12 Kyle <laughs> and he didn't say 12 Kyle he said my first name and my last name uh my government's um but for the sake of the story let's just say he said 12 Kyle we're going to have to watch out for 12 Kyle because he can make one move and then he's gone. And when I read that, I was like, wow, that's the first time that I could ever remember um, reading something before a game. You know, because normally I, I try not to pay attention to that type of stuff. I was more of a, you know, just worry about myself and worry about my team and not necessarily worry about what other people think. But this one was interesting because he was speaking on me and, you know, that was one of the last things that he said in the uh, article. And I'm like, okay, this guy recognizes me. Like, you know, like they're really game planning, you know, for me. I played wide receiver. So, and also ran back punts and kickoffs. And so, you know, I'm you know, feeling pretty good that I'm being respected and recognized. And, and you know, I, I was pretty good. <laughs> I'll just put it like that. Um, anyway, so we go into the game and it's hyped up and it's, you know, much anticipated. Both teams going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Sherraw had a five-point lead with, like, it was less than two minutes left in the game. And we stopped him on defense. And so I dropped back to punt, I mean, for a punt return. And so most of the night, they were, anytime they punted the ball, they were kicking it away from me. Like, they didn't want me to get the ball. They were kicking it low. They were kicking it out of bounds. And I mean, like I wasn't, you know, no, I, I, I was a real, I was a decent punt return. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was great, but I was quick and I, I could, you know, I could make some things happen. Well, anyway, um, this particular punt, the punter kicks it right to me. I catch it. And when you're running back punts, the main thing that you want to do is you got to make the first guy miss. So I made the first guy miss, got a couple of blocks, and then I see this crease opens up on the sideline. So I hit the left sideline, and I go maybe about 30 yards, and I can hit a crowd going crazy. And I get pushed out of bounds, or tackled out of bounds, I should say. And I remember when I got tackled, I kind of rolled my ankle and my ankle was a little, it felt funny when I got up, but I, you know, walked it off, whatever. Came back in the huddle. So we are now down five points, less than it's like a minute, 40 something seconds or whatever. And we got to get a touchdown. So we're driving and we are, you know, I'm, running my routes we're going through what what you call in football a two-minute drill so it's basically you're you're in a hurry up offense you're not huddling up um 
our quarterback is calling out the plays at the line of scrimmage. Now, you know, you're, you're running full speed, so naturally you're going to get tired. And so um, I'll never forget, uh, he called a play, our quarterback, Keyshawn. Uh, shout out to Keyshawn. Um, he called a play where it called for the tight end to um, just run five yards and turn around. And he did that. He threw the ball to our tight end. Um, and he caught it, got tackled. And Keyshawn looked over to the sideline, and uh, he was like, uh, you know, kind of tired, I guess. And so coach called timeout. So call timeout. We're taking a breather. It's about 40-something seconds left in the game. And we've got the ball on their 25-yard line, I guess. And when coach came in the huddle, he said, you know, what can we run? And Keyshawn said, well, hey, we can run this. Um, I think it was like 48X post. And on that one, 48X post is that the tight end is supposed to run a um, like a 10-yard out. And then I'm on the backside. I'm on the right-hand side of the formation. I'm supposed to run what they call a backside post. And because I told the, I told Keyshawn and I told coach, coach Wells, God rest the dead. I said, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I wasn't being selfish, but I mean, I'm killing this guy. I had already had a couple, couple of receptions. I, I don't think I went over a hundred yards that game, but I had a good game. And, um, you know, I, I was telling him, I said, man, I got this guy. I said, so if you hit me, it's, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm open. I'm going to score. Right. So Keyshawn said, well, okay, well, I'll look, I'll look him off. I'll look uh, bar, which is our tight end. Shout out to bar. He's like, I'll look bar off and then I'll come back to you. And so we break the huddle. And, um, (laughs) it's funny because as I come to the line of scrimmage, I can look at the cornerback and kind of tell what they're thinking. I, I already see the, see the defense that they're in. When they came out in their defense, they came out in a cover three. So what that means is everybody, all each of the defensive backs have a third of the field. Well, my guy is playing me, but he's playing the third of the field. I'm not necessarily worried about that because I'm running from the right part of the field uh, until the middle of the field. So I'm more concerned with the safety. The safety is going to get back. But I had noticed that the safety was cheating up and that safety was a guy who was, <laughs> I think he, I think it was all region, I think at the end of the year. Um, so what happened was um, we break the huddle and I'm looking at the cornerback and I'm, t- and when I look in his eyes, I kind of chuckle because like I knew the ball was coming to me. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, you just don't know how bad you're going to get burned on this play. And so, you know, break the huddle and get to the line of scrimmage. Keyshawn is calling the signals. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're going to move. Then maybe they're going to, you know, show one coverage and then move into another one. But they stayed in the coverage. Then the ball got snapped. Once the ball got snapped... I was like, this is perfect. So I'm running and I'm running. And just to let you know, like 
I can't speak for anyone else, but in the game of football, as a receiver, when you're running, you don't hear anything. Like, all you hear is yourself breathing and your heartbeat. And that's it. Like, you don't hear anything. Like, I remember even as a child when I played Little League football, the first time that I caught a pass in a game, I almost dropped it because everything was quiet as I was running. All I could hear was my breath and my heartbeat. And then I caught the ball and then the, the cheers rang out and every, the fans you know, yelled and everything. And I almost dropped it because I could then hear the cheers. You go from hearing just yourself to then be, I guess it's because of your level of focus or what have you. Um, but yeah, I almost dropped the ball the first time and I caught it because the cheers nearly scared the hell out of me. Um, okay. But back to the play. So I'm running, I'm taking off from the line of scrimmage. I give the cornerback an outside move because I'm going inside because again, I just want to give you the visual. I'm running up the field. I give him a fake to the right and I'm going left because I'm entering into the middle of the field. And when I gave him the fake, he disappeared. He disappeared from my vision. Like, and then it, re- then it registered with me. This dude just fell. <laughs> oh my God. So now in my mind, I am wide ass open. I'm running. I'm running, I'm running. Keyshawn looks off at Barr, and then he whips his head back around, and the next thing I know, the ball is in the air, and it is the prettiest spiral you will ever want to see. And just to let you in on a little secret, when a receiver is wide open, and you know that you're wide open, the ball generally takes two years to get to you, right? (laughs) It takes forever. And on this particular play, it took three years for the ball to get to me because it was just in the air, and all I could hear myself was, all I could hear was myself breathing and my heart beating. And that was it. Couldn't hear nothing else. And so I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. And I know at this point in time, the ball is coming to me. All I have to do is catch the ball. Again, it's 40 seconds left. What's going through my mind is not what my touchdown celebration is going to be, but I know at this point when this guy falls down, And Keyshawn looks off throwing the ball to Barr. I'm wide open. All I have to do is catch the ball. That's it. There's nothing stopping me. I have to be focused. I can't let the crowd yell and scare the hell out of me like it did when I was 10. I just got to catch the ball, right? So I'm open. And again, this is at Sheraw. So this we're not even in our stadium. It was loud out there. They were, their fans were making so much noise because 
now the the game is on the line in this, you know, these final plays and and this, you know, is shaping up to be a classic game. And I'm running and all I see is a dark sky in Sherrill, South Carolina. And I see this brown football flying in the air and it's coming toward me. And in my mind, again, all I have to do is get it, score. We're down by five. We probably win this game. The ball is in the air. I stick my hands out to catch the ball. And right before the ball gets in my hand, something dark flashes across my face. And my muscle memory is like, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. What was that? Something dark flashed across my face so quickly. To the point where the ball disappeared. And in my mind, I'm ready. All of this is happening in real time and it's going so fast. And I'm like, where did that, what is that? And what, where did the ball go? Because now I don't see the ball anymore. What happened was the free safety who had been cheating up to check the tight end didn't cheat up on this particular play. He steps in front of me at the goal line and intercepts the ball. He intercepts the ball at the goal line, giving them the possession and subsequently giving them the win. It took about a second and a half for me to realize that I did not have the ball in my hand. I just remember seeing that dark thing flash in front of my face. And then I couldn't hear myself breathing anymore. I couldn't hear my heartbeat anymore. All I heard was the cheer from the fans. And I saw the guy running in the opposite direction. And I just fell to the ground. He intercepted the pass and the game was over. And we lost. And I was devastated. I'm not really, (laughs) I'm not really an emotional person, um, you know, when it comes to like crying and stuff. Uh, I mean, I I can cry. I do have tear ducts. (laughs) But I'm not really, you know, much of a crier, if you will. Uh, definitely wasn't much of a crier back then. And I I don't remember like 
I don't remember. I don't even remember getting off the field because, I mean, it was a change of possession. So now we got to go on defense. I just I just remember laying on the ground and my face was in the grass. And I'm guessing somebody told me, hey, get up. You're OK. It's OK. Whatever the case was. I don't know. I I don't remember anything after that point. I just remember hearing the crowd going crazy and hearing them celebrate. And I was devastated. I came back to the bench and I sat down. And I didn't say anything. I couldn't say anything. I people were talking to me. It was just like it was like the teacher on Charlie Brown. I did, <laughs> I, I hear nothing, right? And so we lose the game. And when we're walking off the field, we're shaking hands. I do remember Shiraz coach coming up to me and saying, hey, son, you're a hell of a player. Keep working hard. You're going to go far in life. I don't know why I remember him saying that. Like, I don't remember anything any anybody else is. <laughs> has ever said to me on a football field is especially in opposition but I I do remember that so he had a level of respect for me in my game and I appreciated that and you know I, I never got a chance to like look him up and thank him or anything like that but um and if you're out there listening I appreciate it I really do because those words mean a lot and um I held it in I held it in I held it in we went, got dressed. We didn't shower. <laughs> we just, I don't even, you know, no, we didn't get dressed. We we rolled home. I take that back. We didn't get dressed. We rolled home in our pads and stuff. And the 25, 30-mile drive, I guess, from Sherald back to Florence might have been the longest ride of my life. I cried like a baby. Because I had a victory right there in my hands and it was snatched away from me. And I was devastated. And it's funny how, excuse me, after all of these years, sometimes the losses stick with you more than the wins. And I don't know why. I really don't. Maybe it's the competitor competitor in me. I don't know. It's sometimes you remember the losses more than you remember the victories. And I had a lot of victories. I mean, we had a great season my senior year in, in high school. And I had a great senior year, you know, accomplished a lot, was all region, you know, went on to play football at South Carolina State University. But that Sherrod game still bothers me to this day. (laughs) And what's interesting was the guy who intercepted the pass, guy by the name of Miguel Burns. Miguel Burns actually goes to South Carolina State University as well as I did. And he played on the basketball team. He was a great basketball player. He played basketball, <clears throat> excuse me, he played basketball and football for Sherrod. 
And I remember one day we got to talking and I, I didn't really know him at the time. And uh, he was like, man, where you from? I was like, I'm from Florence. Where you from? He's like, I'm from Shiraz. I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. And we got to talking. He was like, yeah. He's like, man, I um, I play basketball and football at Shiraz. I was like, word, I said, I play football. I play receiver. He said, oh, man, we had a great game against y'all. And I was like, we? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I intercepted the pass at the end of the game. <laughs> I said, I was the receiver that the ball was thrown to. And we looked at each other. And we just started laughing. Because at that time, and this was like two or three years removed. So I mean, like, no, this was a year removed. I'm sorry. No, two years. Because I think Miguel came the following year. Or at least I met him um, the following year. So maybe two years later. So either way, um, you know, we laugh about it. But it, you know, it still hurt. <laughs> and Miguel and I end up having business class together. Real cool guy, man. Shout out to Miguel. But, yeah, to this day, it still bothers me. And it's funny how something as simple as freshly cut grass on a football field can trigger a memory good or bad ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle i'll catch you guys next time five g's